This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. It's like, hey, let's figure out our break even. You know, in other words, I'm going to collect this many checks now at this dollar amount versus if I took the higher dollar amount, but less checks, right? And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. I think you're right. I think it's just that people don't want to talk about this stuff. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from innovative financial solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. Good morning, Southeast Missouri, and wherever you may be listening, this is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. Love being here every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on KZIM, KSIM, and you can also podcast us through Spotify, Apple iTunes, Mm -hmm. and you can go to our website. It's theinnovativeteam.com, theinnovativeteam.com. Check out our past shows. They're all on there. With the to topics. Good morning, Danielle. Yeah, good morning with all our topics. So you can go listen to anything that might be of interest to you. So, yeah, gosh, it's a hot one. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All this guess, rain. I'm so sick of rain. Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm over it. <sighs> yeah. It's yeah. not good for anybody, right? No, no. Okay. So what else is on our website? Let them know, please. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So while you're on our website, checking out our previous shows and maybe listening to some of our shows, you can also download our complimentary retirement income toolkit. Um, you'll see a button that says find out more when you're on our radio show and you can just download it there. There's four great articles there. Check them out. Good information on kind of kickstarting your retirement, information on Social Security, um, tax planning in retirement, which we know is a big, big deal. So check that stuff out. Um, you can also find out a little bit more information about Brock's book. So um, um, Brock debuted his first book. Gosh, was it March? I think it was March, right? It was. I'm trying to remember. Gosh, time flies. This past March called The Last Paycheck, How to Create Sustainable Retirement Income and Keep the Paychecks Coming In. So check that out on Amazon.com. You can just search for The Last Paycheck and you can purchase the book. It's $12.95, free shipping if you're a Prime member. 65 pages, really is an easy read. Um, we've gotten great feedback on the book. Um, we've actually heard a lot of people say they share it with their family members or someone they thought it would be good to read it. So check it out, buy it. We are not keeping any of the proceeds. That's probably my last little comment about the book. And um, we are donating all those back to uh, local charities. So it's been awesome. good. Awesome. Thank you it's very much good. for doing all that. There's the commercial. Um, yeah. <laughs> Commercial's over. So we have a great show lined up for you today. It's called, the title of today's show is Spending Less in Retirement. Mm-hmm. And we've kind of talked about this in several other shows, but this show we're going to focus completely on can you really do it? Right. Can, you know, cause everybody talks to you about that. I'm sure. Oh, well, I won't spend as much. Well, maybe you won't, but maybe you will. So I think the government already declared that we will, right? Because there's, that's what the whole premise is behind all these qualified accounts. You get the tax break, you defer your taxes and then you pay taxes in retirement because you'll be in a lower tax bracket. That's the whole theory behind qualified money Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is that we're all going to be in lower tax brackets in retirement. And it's because we're going to be spending less and all this. And it's Mm. hogwash. Maybe I was going to say. (laughs) It really is. I mean, I don't have plans or we don't have plans to spend less in retirement. I mean, come on. We have things. Now, there's going to be things that are paid off, like, you know, your house. But, you know, it's just not typically what I see. Yeah. And experience from my clients. Yeah. Well, and then we're going to kind of dive into the both sides. You know what I'm sad about? What are you sad about? There's just, you know, it's kind of a lull in the sports world right now. <laughs> we have Cardinals baseball, and it's eh. Yeah, you know, they kind of got a rough season. They're having a rough season, and, you know, they start off hot and all that kind of stuff. But Hockey's but, but, over. But hockey, man, what a fun deal yeah, that yeah. was. Man, oh, man, just. Kind of turned us really into hockey fans. Yeah. I mean, we enjoyed hockey. I think it hockey, did for a lot it, of people. We've did. always enjoyed it, right? Right. But it's just like. We super got into the whole thing, you know, the play Gloria, all that stuff. And it was amazing how many people became Blues fans. You know what? Who cares? That's fine. You yeah. know, everybody Support your team. You know, yeah. Support your team. Support mm-hmm. your city. Support, you know, whatever. Um, but, but, and you know, and then, the, you know, the NBA's over and all this. So it's like baseball. That's it. You got your golf. But you know what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. And we got the British Open coming up yeah, in a couple yeah. weeks. So that's, that's going to be good. Um, and, and, and I do like the new format, by the way, they've had these golf tournaments, you know, they normal, uh, the masters on the normal weekend. And then 
you know, just bam, 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 one a month mm-hmm. from there instead of spreading it out. Um, so that's been nice. Um, however, we're getting really close to football season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about <laughs> it. And the reason why I've got good reason to be good excited, yeah. really excited about it, is because we got the Red Hawks. Yep. Okay, nineteenth team in the cunt rated country, uh, team in the country mm-hmm. coming back. Did you say nineteenth? Nineteenth preseason, yep. preseason nineteenth, and um, you know we got Mizzou this year, so that'll mm-hmm. be fun. And of course the rivalry it opens up with the rivalry at um, at home against mm-hmm. Carbondale, so that'll be fun. I mean it's just super exciting, mm-hmm. you know. It's gonna be fun. And then of course on another level, we've got my Chiefs. Yeah, you got your Chiefs, and they. I'm telling you. I've been watching things on Facebook and those kinds of things. You know, Looking as far good. as the new defensive guys, yeah. that's really what I'm excited about is <laughs> we needed help on defense, and they've got the guys. I mean, they really did. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, they already had the offense. And so, anyway, it's just a, I'm really excited. But it's like, man, oh, man, we got a few weeks here yet. Yeah, you so. didn't even talk about our kids because we got kids both playing football, hopefully. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. that'll be fun as well. So yeah. anyway, just really excited about football season, but kind of in a lull right and now. Just, like, you'll uh, be okay. Just waiting <laughs> and waiting. Okay, let's get the business here. Right. We can't talk about that stuff all the time. Yeah, but, we, are um, the, we are the retirement playbook, though. So we can, yeah, we that's can, mention, right. we can mention sports. We so can do that. So. Yeah, and maybe kinda. someone's retirement dream is to travel around and watch the sports yeah you know, i've got my eye on november 10th oh is this the chiefs game yes yeah, the chiefs yep. game mm-hmm. in nashville you know it's a closer drive for us to oh go yeah to nashville yeah. than it is to kansas yeah. city so three and a half right about three and a half yeah. hours. and uh it's funny i think i've told this story before but maybe not anyway so our 12 year old gavin right about three years ago um i'm friend you know we were his Mark Allnut, who used to be the athletic director mm-hmm. here at SEMO, who's mm-hmm. now moved on and went to Memphis, and now he's at Buffalo. All right. Mm-hmm. He's the athletic director at Buffalo, which they had an awesome year. So congrats for, to him and all their sports leagues, but uh, our teams. But um, anyway, he has a son that's mm-hmm. the same age as Gavin. Mm-hmm. And when he was still here, I believe it was four years ago. Gosh, it's been a while. Yeah. yeah. So, so he says, and hey, they were buddies. They you, were good and buddies. And he's a big Chiefs fan, still is, loves the Chiefs. And so he says, hey, you want to try to get tickets and take the boys to to Nashville? And I said, sure. Well, he had some kind of meeting over there, so I drove both boys over to Nashville. We get there, and they got a cool – of course, Nashville's a cool city. It is, yeah. Their their stadium was really neat, too. And anyway, so we get into our tickets. We we go to our tickets, and we realize, oh, my gosh, we're on the front row on the 50-yard line. Yeah, I remember you telling like me about this. Unbelievable. Yeah. I remember getting pictures. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? So this is my son's first, first experience. He's like eight years old, nine yeah. years old, whatever yeah, it was. I don't remember how old he was. Yeah, Eight or nine years old. And he's sitting on the front row on the 50-yard <laughs> line. And I looked at him. I said, son, don't get used to this. Yeah, you may never see this again. <laughs> you will never see this again. <laughs> well, at least he was young. He may not remember as much. So right. anyway, okay, okay. we got to talk about this we topic. Do. We got yeah. to get going. Okay, there. so we've kind of talked about spending. So the topic again today is spending less in retirement. So I'm I'm sure even thinking about spending less is hard for most of us, <laughs> right? I know it, it most people don't want to think about that. So but how would but it be you do? You always want to spend less, right? Me? Oh yeah, always. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure I'm sure, sure our sure. listeners uh-huh. really believe mm-hmm. that after yep. our shoe conversation. So <laughs> but is it is it different in retirement? It's an inconvenient truth mm-hmm. for retirement. Okay. Likely you won't be able to spend like you did when you were working. Mm-hmm. That's just different. Yeah. But predicting your expenses will be when your paycheck goes away and is one of the most difficult pieces of retirement planning. Ah, that's why you wrote a book called The Last Paycheck. Yeah. Do you remember the subtitle? Yeah. How to build sustainable Mm -hmm. retirement income and keep those paychecks coming in. That's that's what everybody wants. So that you don't have to yes. worry about this. Yeah. And it's yeah. but it's like a lot of things. If you're the further away you are, the harder it is to predict. Oh those yeah. Things, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah. the main point is is that you're probably going to have to spend less. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, right? Now so, yeah. And but maybe not, right? But maybe not, yeah. And and so what I have found is that a lot of people really don't. Um, you know, for example, I've got a lot of clients that their social security check is more than what they're reti- what they were getting working. Why? Mm-hmm. Because they've done this phased retirement thing we right. talked about a couple of weeks ago. Yep. And they're just kind of working part time. So mm-hmm. actually, they're going to make more money not working. Right. You know, and you much. do see that yeah. quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
you can put pen to paper and try to map out all of your expenses for when you're done working. But you won't know how prepared you really are until you've officially retired. But that's one of the advantages, in my opinion, of doing the phased mm-hmm. retirement. It gives you an opportunity to kind of test the waters. And what I mean by phased retirement is, hey, let's go from 40 hours a week mm-hmm. to 30 hours a week to 25 hours a week, to, to, and then, you know, then you're done. So, so that is something that has been a lot, um, uh, it has been a very popular choice mm-hmm. for a lot of people. But again, formalizing that plan and getting employers to, to, to get in on this deal has been the toughest part. Um, but here's a bit of surprise. Many retirees actually underestimate how much they'll spend in retirement. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's just, what you're saying is obviously retirees <clears throat> may need to spend less, but they're also underestimating expenses. So that could be. Yeah, it gets confusing. Yeah, it gets confusing. I mean, it, yeah, yeah. It, right. So some people realize, oh my gosh, I'm making more. Some people say, no, actually, I've overestimated my or right. underestimated my expenses here. So let's slow down and think about some of the ways that your expenses could decrease once you retire. Okay, that's a good okay. idea. Yeah. Um, so one example would be is do you commute to work? Mm-hmm. And this is a big one. Yeah. Because a lot of people around here do. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And so if you're commuting to work. There's a lot of hidden costs that come with owning a car. Mm-hmm. It's not just the gas. It's the servicing, like oil changes. It's your car insurance. You get the idea? Mm-hmm. 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 A lot of retired couples share one vehicle and sometimes even use one driver to save money on insurance. Yeah. You know? Actually, you see that a lot. You do. Because sometimes they end up keeping two cars thinking they need two cars. Then all of a sudden they're like, why do we have two cars? <laughs> you know, you hear people say that a lot. So, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll be honest with you, personally, I haven't seen this yeah. phenomenon you that, haven't. that yeah. we're talking about here. Yeah. You know, what I have seen is that once you retire and in those first few years, you're busy running around watching grandkids ah, and it's true. taking mom and dad to the doctor and, you know, all these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of split up. So it's nice to have That's the That's kind of what I've seen. Now yeah. we're talking about some national trends. Right, here, right. You know, national trends. Not yeah. specifically what my experience has been. I'm letting you know what my experiences right. have been with right. my, my clients. So. But that may be just who you've encountered so far, too. There may be other people out there going, yep, that's us. <laughs> right. Absolutely. True. True. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. OK, well, you know what? This is a really interesting topic and I want to talk more about it, but we're out of time for this segment. So okay. let's continue the discussion. It's all next on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Tax planning can be very difficult and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. All you need is the right professional for the job. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we have a team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. To help you better understand taxes, we have The Future of U.S. Taxation, a guide written by tax professional and author Nick Stovall that you can download now. All you have to do is visit theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573 573- 332-7855 to request your copy. This informative guide is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit, which can help you arm yourself with the information you need to help secure your retirement. Once again, that number to call is 573-332-7855 or visit theinnovativeteam.com. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. Welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. I'm brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. We help people retire every single day. Give us a call, mm-hmm. 332. Actually, let me do that. Let me give you the area code, 573, because <laughs> we do have people listening we do, we do. all over the nation. We have, and we've gotten phone calls from them, which is great. So keep them coming. 573-332-7855. 573-332-7855. Lots of people have given us a call mm-hmm. because they want to make sure that what they're doing is the right thing. And then number two is maybe they're calling because they really don't know what to do. They've kind of managed the 401k themselves, but now it's like, hey, I got to live off of this money. And it's a totally different ball game. You got to make sure that what you're doing and how you're allocated and how you distribute your assets and how your beneficiaries are structured on mm-hmm. your qualified plans. We got a new law out coming out, potentially the SECURE Act. That's going to change things. How does all this affect your situation? You need to get with a professional 
And that's what we can do. We can help you do that. So 573-332-7855 or shoot us an email at the retirement playbook at gmail.com. Well, and it's interesting too, because we get a lot of people who come, come to see you who are just like, I don't want to have to worry about it. <laughs> right. You know, it's right. not even, you know, we have, we have people who want to be hands-on somewhat hands-on and then some who are like, don't want to be involved at all. Just tell me that I'm, a, I'm good to go. <laughs> I think, you know, so it's interesting how varying, you know, people are. So and anyway. that's, what's great about this show. Like, it look, is. you can just get the educational points that are, that we bring mm-hmm. up every, every week. And we do this to bring awareness, financial awareness to different topics but it also is an opportunity for you to take advantage of a free consultation. So that's why we bring all that up. Yeah. Anyway. And I think okay. it's interesting too, because we just had a couple of people this past um, this yes. past weekend tell us that they listened to our radio show, which we always appreciate people telling us that. So thank you. But they they even you know had met us me for the first time. You knew them, and they said, "I feel like I know you." And I'm like, "Well, that's great. That's what you want to have happen, right? Yeah. When you have a radio show." Absolutely. So anyway, you want you we're like all that. family. That's right. We're we like all that. We like that. Here. So anyway, we're talking about spending less in retirement, and so we kind of you know on the first segment kind of talked about you know what are you actually downsizing? Is it you know uh, you're now sharing a car and you know, those kind of things. So we're talking about kind of little costs that could add up pretty quickly. You know, do you see those ending up to be substantial savings for people? Yeah. I mean, yeah. absolutely. Every little bit adds up. And that's what I tell people. Look, when you swipe that debit card, mm-hmm. you don't, you, you know, that might be only for five or six bucks or eight or $9, but that stuff adds up and you wouldn't believe just to do me a favor. Mm-hmm. If you don't believe me, go to your online banking Pull up your last month's statement of your checking account that you use, or if you use a credit card, whatever it is that you use, pull up the last statement and just look at all those little dings on those debit cards and then add it all up. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, it's only five bucks, it's only six bucks. Yeah, add it all up. You'd oh, be yeah. shocked. Okay. Yeah. So every little bit adds up. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. And another potential savings is downsizing your home, by the way. Mm-hmm. That is another way you can do and this. And some people want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, some don't want the maintenance that comes with, you know, if they're, if they've got a larger home, right. or you know, right. or maybe there's stairs in their house that they're worried about as they age, yeah. you know, I mean, I think some people want to downsize. I mean, you know, I you think know, it's different if you don't want to, right. I think that's a different, like if you're being forced to, you know, because you're like, Hey, I can't retire unless I do this. I <laughs> that's a different conversation to people, clients and prospects mm-hmm. about this very topic. Mm-hmm. Every time we meet someone new. And it, in fact, it's on our client questionnaire that we ask uh, questions about you and, you know, your situation. And I will tell you that I don't see this as being a priority. I don't see a lot of people that... That, that want to do that? Yeah, that want to do that. And the people that have done it mm-hmm. have done it exactly why you just said, which mm-hmm. is for health reasons. Right. Or the maintenance. They can't maintain it. That kind of thing. No, the health no? reasons as in, Hey, look, there's too many stairs. Ah, I got it. Okay. Kind of thing. Yeah. So you can do some modifications to your home, but it just, you know, the, the, the few people I've seen do it is, is because of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They want, uh, you know, main a, level, a main level mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. easy to get around ranch style home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but there's no doubt about it that, that downsizing your home could be a potential savings, but it's also a touchy subject because many people are more emotionally attached Mm -hmm. to your home Mm -hmm. that they've raised their children in, you know, spent time, did all the things, created all the memories Mm -hmm. and And put um, money into their home and put money into their home. Well, and, and, and I get this completely. We've been in our house almost 14 years, 15 years. Yeah. Losing, losing track of the time now. Yeah. And, um, is that, I know, we're both, for our listeners, we're both looking at each other and going, and how half, many? to be honest with you. Actually, 13. 13 and eight months. And eight months. Anyway, I'm attached to it. You know, it's the home that we brought both our boys to. You know, we've we've put work into it. So the same kind of, you know, conversation, like, you know, I don't think. Absolutely. I, you know, it's our, it's our, it's truly our home. It's not just a house. It's, it's a crazy home. that we're talking about this. We actually had this conversation this week mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with our boys. Yeah. We included them in on it, you know, yeah. to say, hey, you know, we've, we've talked about making some modifications, but. We don't want to make these modifications if, you know, that's a possibility mm-hmm. that we may move. So what do you guys think about it? Because you and I were kind of, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of in between, yeah. in between and yeah. really, uh, I was not in between after I really thought, thought about, about it. it. It's like, <laughs> I tell my boys that there's a ticker inside of it's called doing the right thing ticker yeah. and it's going to go off if you feel like you're not doing something right. And just the thought of doing, you know, like moving, moving and mm-hmm. getting a bigger mm-hmm. house or a different house 
like just didn't feel right. Yeah, yeah. And it's because of what I just mentioned here, you know, that it just feels like home and you're emotionally mm-hmm. attached to it. We've raised our boys in it, you know, all that kind yeah, of stuff. So. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, this is where I can tell our listening audience, you know, I'm blessed I'm married to retirement planner. You know, we're not going to be worried about the expense of the home because, you know, we've we won't have that that payment, you know. So some people who are going into retirement may be worried about that. So true. You know, true. yeah. Different, um, different conversations. But there are other costs that you need to think about, too. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. you're talking about the cost of your home, even if you have it paid for. Right. Um, but in, and when you retire, I mean, what if your 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 appliances don't stop aging? Right. Mm-hmm. And so what if you got to fix those? Um, your refrigerator has an expiration date, <laughs> just like some of the items inside of it. Yeah. Yeah. But the fridge rarely lets you in on the secret. Yeah. New appliances and repairs should be calculated into your spending estimates. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. These expenses are often out of sight, out of mind, and something until something breaks. Something yeah. breaks. That's but exactly I think, right. But I think, you know, again, that's this is, you know, kind of a conversation. I mean, you're talking about spending less on retirement, but this is truly just having a good budget, too. I mean, because, you know, from a standpoint of when we create our budget, right, you always allow for those unknown costs. It's called having a sa- an emergency camp. Yeah, I mean, you, but you but you also have, you know, you're good at putting together and saying, okay, here's our here's our regular expenses, but here's the unknown, too, that could happen, and, and make correct. sure you have a fund for that. You that's know? correct. Everybody should have that, not just in retirement. That's correct. Prior to. <laughs> so that is I guess correct. that's my, you know. You should always have an emergency fund and then replenish it over time if you have to dig into it for mm-hmm. whatever expense comes up yeah so that's, okay. that's always there so because yep. obviously what you're talking about are some big ticket items right you know and if you downsize your home and you know maybe eliminate a vehicle those are big things you know that the people might do if they're trying to get ready for retirement but any other ideas that this is a news flash i'm ready news flash and i talk about this all the time yeah spending below your means could be the most valuable tool Mm -hmm. in your retirement planning toolkit or what we call playbook playbook yep okay Mm -hmm. because it's not about how much money you have saved it's not about right how many things you own it's not about even how much money you make Mm -hmm. it's all all about how much money you spend yeah you could have three million dollars in the bank but if you spend five hundred thousand dollars a year it's, it not gonna last. <laughs> it's not going to last. You yeah. know, and that's what I yeah. tell everybody. This is all a salad plan all revolves around. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have to know what that number is. Mm-hmm. Okay. We absolutely have to know how much money that you spend. And then, but it's important also to make sure that you don't uh, add in or, or uh, calculate your mortgage payments or even any loan payment. If you have a loan on a car or whatever. Because at some point, those are going to be paid off. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we don't include those in your monthly expenses. But that's the number that drives the success and or failure of your financial retirement plan. Absolutely. Plan. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, uh, and by the way, those that grew up during the Great Depression, mm-hmm. yeah, they had to practice spending direct, excuse me, spending discretion out of necessity. Okay. And, and so what I kind of relate that to, and obviously that, 2000, you know, 2008 was definitely not the Great Depression. Right. I mean, there's no yeah, doubt about no, it. There's no it was, comparison. Yeah. It's not even fair to even mention right. that in the same right. breath. But it's the most recent, probably. When you're talking about rationing food. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. can you imagine something like that happening in today's society? Well, and I think, you know, I always say for our local listeners that are in, in Cape and Jackson and, you know, surrounding towns, you probably remember, I feel like it didn't even hit Cape as hard our area as it did other places you know i remember driving to st louis for work and i would see signs billboards up in st louis that would say hey we can make it through this you know during like 2008 2009 because of all the job loss and and layoffs and in cape you know we we didn't feel that as much you know i remember we were not that we didn't have it we were definitely everybody was definitely affected but um, well we didn't have the unemployment yeah the unemployment that you, that you, that you saw, saw across the in country. a lot of places big companies and that kind of thing so yeah because i believe at one point it hit you know just shy at 10 percent. Mm-hmm. i want to say it was around Sounds nine right. or so yeah. yeah and now we're below four right it's amazing yeah well now we can't fill jobs yeah. I'm truly sure we went from the other one direction to the other so yeah. and you know that's why you know we talked to business owners about you know doing some uh, key employee business things, mm-hmm. you know, where you, you can set money aside for some key employees and, and you can even make it restricted where they can't touch it until, you know, they work for you for a specific period of time. You know, 
because it's flow employment. Mm-hmm. You, it's competitive. You got to make sure that you keep these key people because yeah. if you don't, they'll go somewhere else. Right. Right. You know, so especially with the, like I said, where we are right now. So yeah. 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 And, um, so anyway, that's, that's kind of off the topic. Yeah. Here. <laughs> but uh, important. I mean, you know, it's, it's all talking about, it is you know, important because yeah. you know, getting back to 2008, that was kind of a reset button for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It was. It you was. Know, it's like, hey, we're doing this, we're buying this, because guess what? The bank's going to lend you all the oh money you gosh. ever want to borrow. All the houses we saw being bought. That, 110% yeah. financing mm-hmm. on homes, 100% financing on cars. You know, let's leverage, leverage, leverage. And then all of a sudden, 2008 comes, and you're like, oh. Like, wait, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this, yeah. This is not sustainable. Right, right. So it was good in a, in a certain way, you know, if you're of the belief that everything happens for a reason, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I am, um, you know, that is one of the benefits that came mm-hmm. out of uh, an economic struggle that we experienced for, you know, 18 months or so. So mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that is it for right now. We're going to come back. I want to, I want to reference an article, mm-hmm. uh, this titled 10 money lessons I learned from my depression era dad. I think this will be good. It will be good. And it's all next on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Do you want to help mitigate the uncertainty of future taxes on your Social Security benefits? The growth of earnings and the distributions of your qualified accounts could be tax-free by converting some of your 401k to a Roth IRA. At Innovative Financial Solutions, this is just one strategy that we can put into place and help answer your questions about your 401k and IRA rollovers. Visit us at, on the web at theinnovativeteam.com or give us a call at 332-7855 to learn about these strategies. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. All right, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. There you go. <laughs> you heard it first. I was ready. I was I was ready. Danielle Alspa. There it was. I was ready to go. So, yeah. So, um... This has been a good show. We've yeah, been talking yeah. about uh, spending less in retirement and mm-hmm. kind of working on some of our budget items and where we can cut costs mm-hmm. in retirement and some of the things that other people are doing. And things that you've seen and kind of the realistic And here's the thing. It, it yeah. doesn't mean you have to. Right? right, right. These are just things that, that, that people have seen mm-hmm. happen and experienced. And again, not always been my experience with no. my clients. No, well, and and you hope that these are uh, these are things that you can think about if you want to, <laughs> not because you have to, right? right? We say that a lot in our shows. So, but I think this next article is going to be kind of interesting to talk yeah, about. So so, yeah. So now what we're going to do is we're going to go into an article uh, by Tintin, I believe is his name. Mm-hmm. Wait, um, it was um, Money News Talk. No, excuse me, MoneyTalksNews.com um, is the where this article was from. And it's titled 10 Money Lessons I Learned from My Depression Error Dad. So let's go through some of these things. I think this is good yeah. to, uh, for anyone, whether mm-hmm. you're in retirement or not, uh, from a budget standpoint. Agreed. Uh, good tips and reminders for everybody. So so let's go through some of those tips. Okay, here we go. So two lessons that he learned from his father really stick out. Mm-hmm. First, an income increase shouldn't necessarily mean an increase in spending. Mm, revolutionary. Wow. <laughs> Waits Fowler was a firm believer in saving extra money from pay increases mm-hmm. rather than spending it on a new car or bigger home. Yep. Yep. Some of my clients increase their percentage of their paycheck dedicated to their 401k when they receive a raise. It's a great way to save more while not impacting your take home percentage. And that's what we did for me. Absolutely. Like when I was, when I was working in, you know, locally. So anytime I had an increase, that's what we did. We just increased my 401k. So I don't mind personally talking about that. And that was exactly it. You know, it's kind of one of those out of sight, out of mind things. Right. So if you've never seen it, then you don't spend it. <laughs> you know, if you, if you go, oh, I'll do that later or I'll increase that later. You won't because. Especially if you have a Roth option in your 401k. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's so no brainer, but yeah. Yeah. You know, you can also put it in a savings account, you know, and I see. Kind of split down the middle. There are right. some people that have a really big savings account or emergency mm-hmm. account at the bank. Almost too much. I, it's almost an extreme deal where right. you don't you, really. It's you, in my experience, I haven't seen a lot of people that have exactly how much they should have in an, an emergency account mm-hmm. at the bank. Mm-hmm. They either have too much or not enough. Right. And not, really, yeah. Everybody's number is different, but usually around that six month uh, of expenses. So if you have, you know, 
If your expenses are $3,000 a month, you should have around $18,000, at least $15,000 in your savings account, just in case you had some emergencies. Right, so, right. So six months is a, is a good number that I like to, to, to use there mm-hmm. uh, for that. So, But anyway, yeah, if you do get increases, don't spend it. Oh, don't no. increase your car payment because you're getting $100 more a month. Doesn't right. mean you can go trade in your car for something that costs $100 more a month. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Put it, put it, put towards your retirement. So, well, so what's the second lesson? The second lesson that I thought was um, valuable, uh, and, and I've alluded to this before mm-hmm. uh, in just a few minutes ago, actually, that saving can be as potent as income. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Many people strive to maximize income, but salaries are not totally in our control. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. To a certain, yeah. To a certain extent. Certain extent right? Yeah. I mean, you maybe can. you have a bonus structure. Right. Or, you know, uh, yeah. Those kinds of things. But yeah. Most You're commission of that, based or yeah, something like commission that. Commission based. Yeah. yeah. But if you're just on a salary, then that is correct. Right. However, what we spend is completely in our control. Mm-hmm. That's yep. why I said it's the number one yeah. factor in the it's success you and or failure you of yep. your retirement income plan. I can put that on a recording <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> so yeah. while income and saving are equally important, we have more control over our spending and budgeting than we do our income. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, Agreed. What a, that is so profound and, and, and accurate. Yeah. And obviously uh, that definitely ties into our spending less in retirement. Right. So, <laughs> so, um, you know, I think. I think all this is good. You know, I think it's a good thing to kind of look at some of these these lessons and, you know. Oh, uh, they're fantastic. They're fantastic. Yeah. And I think, you and know. We've talked about them before. Right. Just not in an article. In an article that, you know, we're quoting some article. And it reminds mm-hmm. me so much of um, my grandma. My grandma lived through the Great Depression, you know, as an adult. Um, and uh, she passed away at 97 a few years ago here. And, uh, and to look at the way she viewed money was so different than what we see today. Right. You know, and how she budgeted and my, and my, and my grandpa did well and she did too. They were both very successful people. Um, but her idea of money was exactly what this article is saying. You know, it wasn't, you make more money to spend more money. It's like, you know, what can we invest? How can we give back? You know, she was a big giver, you know, wanted to make sure she was helping other people. So, I mean, you know, I just think, I think people who survived the depression think very differently about money for sure. Agreed. So, yep. So I'm sure 100%. there's another, something else you may want to mention. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, so here, here's another thing that mm-hmm. many retirees won't like to hear. Yeah. Is you need to focus on financially preparing for healthcare and retirement. Uh, say it all the time. Yep, yep. The average cost of healthcare and retirement is going to be $250,000. Right. Okay. Yeah. Even with Medicare. Even with Medicare. I know okay. I think the perception of that Medicare is going to cover everything. Yeah. Make sure you realize that's not going to happen. So, yeah. But I love this statement right here. This planning has to be done because health is even less predictable than the stock market. <laughs> That's so true. That is That's true. That's so true. That's a great I mean, gosh, point. you hear, you know, the horror stories of somebody who was alive today and not the next, you know, and, and then are you going to illness that you're fighting for years, right? I mean, you just never know with your health and you're right. The stock market, at least you can kind of see some trends, right? So you can Absolutely. see those. So, yeah. I mean, think about it like this, right? Okay. That you're paying a lot for healthcare now while you're working. Yeah. Right. 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 I mean, through your deductible, your monthly payment or premiums. premium that you have mm-hmm. to pay your, you know, and maybe your employer's helping out. And so it's, it's manageable and you better go up and kiss your boss. Uh, well, no, don't do that. But, <laughs> yeah. There's other issues that come with that. Your HR wife. If, if you've got a, you know, less than a thousand dollar a month premium, you're fortunate. I would say that's uh, accurate. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. As we know. And, yeah. and, and, and then if you have less than a $10,000 deductible, you're fortunate. Right. So point is, you're paying a lot now for healthcare, okay? And some of those expenses, these out-of-pocket expenses, uh, could soar. And that's right. another area that retirees often underestimate when planning for future expenses. Mm-hmm. And how about long-term care? Yeah, Right? Absolutely. I mean, that's something that's not covered by Medicare. Right. Well, partially, very short-term, but... Um, you know, you're, you 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 you're looking at a very large mm-hmm. expense over a given period of time. Absolutely. There, so. let's, let's talk a little bit more about you know healthcare costs and you know are there any kind of estimates? You know, I know we've kind of talked about this before, but you know some things that you can kind of give people to to plan for. Well, uh, yes, and actually, I'm going to go to a different article. You okay. know, those were some of the tips from the 
from the uh, from the depression era dad mm-hmm, giving mm-hmm. out for for uh, spending. Right. Um, but but in 2018, Time.com article titled "Here's How Much the Average Couple Will Spend on Healthcare Costs in Retirement." Mm. I just mentioned it's always been around two hundred fifty thousand dollars, but they actually reported in 2018 that you would need an estimated a couple, by the way, not per person. The average couple retiring in 2018 would need an estimated $280,000 to cover their health care and medical expenses in retirement. So they're uh, saying that's gone up? So yeah. that's gone up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, is yeah. that no surprise, right? No, to, no. To, to anyone, sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're so. shocked shocked by any of that. So, yeah. um, And obviously, that's a large number to plan for you know, yeah, but, in, in retirement. So, it, yeah. And here's the deal on that, too. As mentioned in an article, that, that $280,000 number does not mm-hmm. include things like Long-term care, right. home health aids, assisted living facilities, or even most dental work. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you can go out and get your own dental policy or dental vision and hearing policy. Right. Um, but neither of which is covered by Medicare. Mm-hmm. And which, by the way, brings me up to the last point here <laughs> of all of this. Yeah. These are all expenses that there are, like the Medicare supplements, the Correct. dental vision and hearing policies, long-term care insurance. Mm-hmm. All of these types of things. Now you can solve their problems. I can. I can absolutely help with that. So we're so. really excited, folks. Yeah, we yeah. waited till the middle of the show here to break <laughs> this news here. Well, but Miss Danielle now has been licensed and contracted uh, to help people mm-hmm. with these things. And so uh, life insurance, uh, Medicare supplements, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. ancillary products Correct. like the dental vision and hearing. So if you have any questions about that or if you you know need help with that, she is an insurance consultant with us now. And so give her a call at 332-7855. Ask for Miss Danielle. Yeah, there it is. Love to help show. you out. So it's been great. I've been I've been learning a lot. So I've really enjoyed what I've done so far. So yeah. I enjoy, uh, well, as our listeners know, you know, I'm a, a, a recovering HR director. I think that's what they say, right? So <laughs> recovering, right. recovering HR director. So I love the problem solving piece and the learning piece. So it's been really great. So love to help anybody out who might need it. So, well, yeah. Yeah. And if you do need help, you know, give us a call. 332-7855. Ask for Danielle or Jason. So yep. Jason's been in our office. He's been doing those things as well. Yeah, absolutely. Over the last several years. And he's probably helped some people listening to the show right now. Nice to have a couple so, of us in it. So, yeah. um, so yeah, are we close to needing to wrap up before we go? Or can we do one yeah, more? Yeah, no. Can we do one more? Let's, uh, let, I tell you what, let's go ahead and take a break. Okay. And okay. then we'll finish up this discussion about uh, spending less in retirement. It's all next on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Daniel. When it comes to retirement planning, Many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where the retirement assets should be invested. While accumulating your desired amount of retirement assets is important, we feel that it is just as important to have your money in assets that represent the level of risk or safety that you want. Red money is money that is at risk and subject to market volatility. Yellow money is money that is at risk but is professionally managed. And green money is money that may have its principal protected and is less subject to large market swings. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download our complimentary retirement income toolkit at theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855. That number again is 573-332-7855. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. Hey, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. Did you say, well, hey, on the way? Well, hey. <laughs> well, hey. A, hey, hey there. How you doing? It's Saturday morning. It's Saturday morning. <laughs> I just happened to catch that little extra little to the intro. So we could, uh, you know, do the whole Saturday night thing. It's Saturday night. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I like um, All right. So wrap, do wrapping up our last segment. Gosh, it always flies by. So talking about spending less in retirement and a lot of the stuff we talk about truly is kind of, you know, common sense things to discuss. And, you know, we always say this a lot is that, you know, you shouldn't be waiting till retirement to talk about this. But um, but these are things to, to think about if you think you are that person who's like, hey, I'll be able to retire. I spend less. Um, you hope that you don't have to unless you want to. Um maybe you do want to. So, but, um, but we've mentioned some great ideas and then we had an article we really liked and I think you kind of want to circle back to it and maybe add a couple more things to it. Yeah, so we talked about this article that Kenton Waits, uh, he wrote, 
back in 2014 for this uh, website called moneytalksnews.com. And it was 10 lessons I learned from my depression era dad. And we brought up a couple of those things that, uh, that he mentions in the article. But actually, I want to go through all of them because I think this is a great article and it really gives, uh, makes some great points. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So number one is uh, the number of 10 things. So we're going to go through these 10 things. Forget the superficial clues. You never know what someone's financial reality is ah, like. Ah, that's awesome. So we were watching TV yeah. last a uh, couple nights ago. And uh, you talk about the football show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shocking to our listeners that we were watching something with sports. <laughs> so we were watching this show it was on Netflix, and um, um, this couple is is going to buy a well. They're looking at buying a new car, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, you know they were looking at their financing options. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "So what was the comment? It was, hey, you do you need to finance, or are you going to finance the car?" And he's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, like we've had kids." Like, you know, we, they were saying we only live month to month. Yeah, we yeah. live. That's what that's yeah. you're right. They, that's said, what live, said. We, they said we live month to month. They said month. That we live month to month. We've done everything for our, our kids. And they said that our kids come first. Yeah. Yeah. Which what do we always say? I know. Said? What do we? We it's just like, had an episode on boomerang kids. We did. Yeah. And it's like, so, take yeah. care of yourself. I know. Do what you need to do. Be responsible right. with your own needs and wants. And not only for now, but in the future. In other words, put money away in retirement accounts and make sure that you're doing all those things. And then, yeah, fine. If you want to do some extra mm-hmm. things for your kids, great. But I think circling back to this article, what it, what yeah, I'm I think sorry, what we're yes, saying I'm is sorry, that yes. you so, would not so, have known that looking at them. You thought it, they were exactly in, yeah. because they had this big house right. and it was beautiful. They had nice and it cars, was in the Vegas area, yeah, yeah. Nice cars, and you're going like, wow, they must be doing well. Yeah, they must be doing yeah. well. And and um, I think it's so true. We find that out a lot. I mean, you know, there's times unfortunately that you have people come in and you have to tell them, you know, they want to retire and they're not ready to retire. You know, it, I mean, it's absolutely that's tough. So I think it, that's a great point. It's a great point. So. Um, and really what I want to say is you're not ready for retirement, nor will you ever will be. Yeah. If you're going to live like, if you're always I mean, living beyond. Yeah, sad, but yeah. it's true. Uh, he says on up. this one here, easy credit allows people to separate the condition of their bank accounts from how they present themselves to the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This hasn't always been the case now for better or worse with a, a little inspiration from some plastic. Anyone can look like a million bucks. Ah. Uh. Man, that's a good article. As kids, dad taught us the appearance of having deceiving uh, can be deceiving and to avoid drawing conclusions about anyone's financial life based on cosmetics. The guy driving the new car may be teetering on Tower of Debt. Mm-hmm. The woman with the worn out coveralls might be sitting on a fortune. And we that saw is that. so true right Oh here. my gosh, it is. In Southeast Missouri. Yeah. It is so true, you know. Yeah. When I worked at the bank, it was like, wow, that person looks rough, like, like, can we kick this guy out? You know, he's, he's homeless. And all right. of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, this guy's yeah. a multimillionaire. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. That's so a good, good point. Don't judge a book. By that was probably cover. a good life lesson for you. That's where you first started out. You probably learned that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Number two is with a few exceptions, own instead of rent. Mm-hmm. Owning mm-hmm. the essentials of life, house, car, land, etc., can be the balance against inflation and economic downturns. And while ownership of these things isn't always possible for everyone at every stage of life, the idea is still an important one. Ownership means assets, mm-hmm. two important benefits in the best and worst of times. So, you know, you, you have something mm-hmm. of value and potentially it's growing. Right. Now it could go down in value, but it's actually, you know, a lot of times it's worked out where it actually grows. Mm-hmm. So that's his point. Own instead of rent. Yeah. Number three, then take care of what you own. To protect the value of what you own, <laughs> take care of it. Yeah, shocking, but people don't take care of the things they own. That is, yeah, I kind of laughed, but it's because you see he's it. He's talking right? about his dad. He's obsessively repairing and even the faintest rattle in his car, meticulously cleaning his tools mm-hmm. and sanding and polishing everything in his path. What he owned lasted for years. Yeah, yeah. And To you that point, how many times did we say, well, I just... I'm going to go buy a new one. Right. Right. You give up on it. You give, give up, up on yeah. something that could be fixed. Yeah. I mean, uh, talk about true. a way to help yourself. Well, but I think during the depression, you didn't have a choice. 
Yeah. Right. Because, I mean, you either fixed it or you didn't have it. So I think, you know, that's a that's a very good life lesson. And so then when you were able to gain things again, I think people who lived through the depression valued it so much more than we do today. Right. We're exactly what you say. It's a throwaway item kind of but thing. So maybe yeah. and I'm just speculating. Maybe yeah, yeah. things were made a little bit better back then. Uh, I think there's some truth know. to that. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, they even do make things. What do they say? Faster, cheaper, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah. Anyway. Well, and the number four is, is we alluded to this, so I won't mm-hmm. spend much time on it, but a rise in income shouldn't necessarily produce a bump in lifestyle. Yep, yep. Save that money. Don't always spend a raise that you get at work. Yeah, we talked number about that. Number five is saving is just as potent as a, a force as earning. Yep. Talked about that talked one too. Talked about that, so yep. I won't hit on that one too much. Yeah. Uh, number six, prepare for the unexpected. If mm-hmm. there's a single resounding lesson that the Great Depression taught an entire generation, it's this. Be prepared for the unexpected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so important. Um, you, <laughs> I love this because sometimes I'm labeled as this. But, um, <laughs> Can't he, wait to hear he'd it. He'd be labeled as a chronic pessimist today. Uh-huh. He's talking about his dad. Okay. But my dad never automatically assumed that today's economic success guaranteed tomorrow's. Mm-hmm. Yep. How awesome is that? Well, I think there's such a cross between, I don't know, a pessimist. I think that's a realist, too, and kind of understanding, you know, really the reality of, you know, you can't always go up, right? <laughs> you can't always go up. So I think I think that's some reality to being a realist. So Well, and, and let's face it, these Depression era people mm-hmm. had to know how to make thing, make it go, oh, make yeah. it work. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, so it was they survival. didn't have it was survival. survival. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Um, but... Um, you know, so he says saving, ruthlessly avoiding debt, mm-hmm. and keeping a huge garden and having the know how to make do are so, so important. That's so true. You know, the yep. garden, garden's kind of, you know, we haven't talked about that, but, you know, you see a lot of those people who live that had their own garden because they thought, I'm going to make sure I can grow my own food if something happens. Right? right. So, and yeah, you don't see that near as much. Right. And people are like, oh my gosh, you people are crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, no way that's ever going to happen. If you ever had to live through hey, it. Hey. Yeah. Don't tell me that. Don't judge you. We haven't had to live through it. That's Knock right. on wood. But man, I can't imagine. Not so. that we have a garden. But right. I know. I understand people that do. I have no green thumb, but I could try. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be fun. I think it would be. I just don't know how good. I, I mean, I need some help. <laughs> and our yard's not real big, so it yeah. probably wouldn't work. I don't know but. if it'd work. We could. But you know, they make those. Um, our neighbors have the the table thing. Like yeah. That, you know, maybe that's what we should look into. That's true. I don't know what to. Okay, Again. if you have any tips on helping us how to start and maintain a garden, <laughs> they can tell we're please floundering. shoot us an email yeah. at the retirement playbook at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Well, so, several of our clients have green thumbs too. They could probably help us out. We'd have to <laughs> get some help. Yeah, so for sure. True. Okay. Number seven, self-reliance is power. Mm. From mowing the lawn to replacing the brakes on his car, from growing a huge garden to patching an old garden hose. My dad demonstrated the value of self-reliance. Most of his skills were self-taught, though I'm sure there were long hours of trial and error, but he must have saved thousands of dollars over the years by using those skills. So that's a good one. Self-reliance is And I feel like that you are so like that because, yeah, like you fixed our dryer for six bucks one time, right? And a lot of people may have bought a new dryer, you know, when right. it went out and you went and got the part and replaced it and it was literally $6. Now uh, when the washer went out, yeah. totally different story. Yeah, I'm not, try, I can't work mechanical on Mechanical boards. I, I and <laughs> tried to, yeah, all that, there's too many things yeah. going on there, but. Um, well, even like you hang our own lights. We don't call an electrician. Yeah. You know, you hang the lights in the house if we change out a light. So I think, yeah. you know, like the true fixture, not just a light yeah. bulb. <laughs> yeah, I try yeah. to, I try to. You're pretty handy. You are. You're pretty handy. So Uh, number eight, when possible, let someone else take the hit of depreciation. Hmm. Buying new inevitably results in almost immediate depreciation. Uh, First thing that comes to my mind is what? Yeah, cars. I knew where you were going. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yep. My dad taught me that's value. uh, That this value loss is easy to avoid simply by buying used whenever possible, Mm -hmm. with allowances for condition expected lifespan efficiency warranties and other factors buying secondhand is a smart way to maximize money and i a hundred percent oh yeah because you could still buy new i'm using air quotes for those that you know can't see us of course (laughs) you're listening but you know because you can get if you just even have a few thousand miles on a newer vehicle man you save thousands i mean yeah and you're still car's still new so anyway uh number nine Uh uh-huh uh little expenses add up 
We yeah. actually talked, talked about, about this, this earlier in the show. Yeah, here today. Even in the, we weren't referencing the article at that point. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, and then he says here, I have to confess, I kind of hate the fact that I can't buy a cup of coffee without the faint echo of my dad's voice <laughs> admonishing me for such an indulgence. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's yep, yep. Uh, if you spend a dollar fifty a day on a cup of coffee, you've wasted a thousand dollars in a year. So anyway, that's uh, the collective eye roll in Mad Dash for the nearest calculator. <laughs> yeah, oh my yeah. gosh, that's hilarious. That's a good one though. That's yeah. good. It's true. It's true. Uh, anyway, somehow he, we still got the message. Little expenses can easily become big financial drags. Gosh dang, we just talked about that. So that's yeah. great that we're, you know we're kind of reiterating yeah, some of the stuff yeah. that we talk about. That's great. And then the last one here, number ten, uh, is consider your future self. Mm-hmm. Okay, saving shouldn't be an end in itself. Frugality, thrift, and careful investing should be driven by clear goals and with an eye toward future security. Mm. My dad may not have been verbalized it quite that way, but his efforts were driven by his retirement goals, our family's future needs, and his desire to leave some sort of legacy. Yeah. That's so true. Wow. I mean, and he don't did. Wow. live for the now. Yeah, absolutely. You know, look, I know things could happen. I have had... Um, some some friends and parents of friends pass away and you know you, you don't want to use that as an excuse for sure not to take care of your future self right yeah that's where you get into a little bit of a risk situation it's like man i'm doing all this why i may not even be here in 20 or 30 years or 40 years mm-hmm. don't do that yeah don't fall into that trap correct okay so take care of your business take care of your family mm-hmm. and all will be well it will Okay. Call us if you need help with any and of Call it. us if you need help with anything. <laughs> yeah. Again, folks, it's 573-332-7855. Call us, leave a message. We'll call you back on Monday. Otherwise, have a great rest of the weekend. Yep. Take care now. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Alspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.